Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello, Marquita. Hello. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Everyone, welcome to yet another episode of Polished Gems. If this is your first time joining us, here is where we talk about how we develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I'm the creator of not only this podcast, Polished Gems, but also the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems. And an, I am an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia and happen to be a mom of two children. I have with me Marquita Young. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Absolutely. I am a um, wife, mother, veteran, two-time author, and contributor for Fruitful Gems. All right, Marquita. Let's see. Let's jump into our topic on gentleness. So guys, we're talking about this fruit of the spirit. And actually our blog of focus was seven questions to see God's gentleness in your contentment. Now, Marquita, you wrote this blog. Can you give us a brief description of what this blog was about? Yeah, so this blog, um, I reveal God's gentleness through our contentment, right? By sharing um, my personal experience. So, um, and I also provide seven questions for us to just ask God to help reveal to ourselves um, and in our thoughts regarding what contentment is and, you know, what his gentleness is. Gotcha. So let's start with this one question. Are you content? Guys, I want you to take a moment and to think about that, right? The reason why I want to start with this question is because, Marquita, inside of your blog, you provide insight for how our contentment connects with God's gentleness. Can you share more about that? All right. So checking to see if you're content is necessary, right? It's so important, right? So I know that the Holy Spirit will nudge me when there are areas that I'm not really content. Um, And so once it's brought to my attention, I can bring that to the Father during my prayer time, right? So it's not that God doesn't already know our heart um, because he does. It's that he wants us to be able to recognize when our heart posture is not right and to seek him to help correct it. So, you know, that's how we build our relationship with him by asking for guidance and allowing him to just do what he does. Right. So um, as we discuss the specifics of gentleness, the gentleness of God and being content, um, what you'll discover is that when you're content, you can better recognize the gentleness of God. When you're content, sometimes those nudges, um, when you're not content, sometimes those nudges don't feel gentle. Right. But in building a relationship with him, right, it allows us to be familiar with how he shows up and communicates with us. And just like parents rarely communicate with every child the same, the same is true, you know, for God, right? So contentment through the gentleness of God is being okay with the path that he has for you and then the way he shows up for you. I like that description. That uh, definitely helps us to bring clarity to what is contentment and how God also sees it. So let's break down gentleness, right? Um, I want us to explore more examples of God's gentleness. What are some examples that you can provide us for how God demonstrates his gentleness even in our daily lives? 
So God shows us this gentleness every day, right? So it's the gentle nudge in the right direction when we've kind of veered off the path that he's laid for us. Um, it's the gentle guidance that he sends through strangers. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced getting a word through someone that you've never even met. Like, it's amazing. Like, it's just, you know, you just can't believe that you know, they're coming to give you a word from God. So like I've had an experience before where a woman walked up to me at work and was like, God said that he's going to give you the car that you need. Don't worry about it. Now, at the time, my car was working fine and I didn't have need of a car, but I was like, okay, God, I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what you what's going on, but I receive it. Right. So then a few months later and I needed a new car and I was able to get that car without you know, any issue, right? So he already knew that I would probably panic at the thought of having to go out and find a new car and buy a new car, right? But he eased my mind even before the situation even happened by sending somebody to tell me that it was already taken care of before I even knew it needed to be taken care of, right? Um, so God also sends us the gentle touch of the Holy Spirit, right? When we need comforting, it's those gentle reminders that help us remember that we're not alone and that we need only to call out to him or seek him for guidance. Um, it's his way of reminding, right? So God is primarily gentle in how he deals with us and rough when we're hard-headed and stubborn and he needs to shake us up a little bit to get our attention. Um, so the question then would be, are you pleased with the gentleness of God? And if not, why not? Well, let's go ahead. I know this was not in my notes, but let's go ahead and actually answer that question. So I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead and start. Are you pleased with the gentleness of God in your life where you are now? I am. Um, but that's really because I really have like a really good relationship with him now. And I understand how he shows up for me. Right. There was probably a time in my life in the past where I was just like, okay, God, like those, those gentle nudges didn't feel so gentle, right? They felt like rough, but it could be, it, you know, I really feel like it's because I didn't understand, um, I didn't have a relationship built up enough to understand how he showed up for me and what that really, what it really was, right? It just felt like, okay, God, like, no, this is, this is too much, like, you know, but, you know, we always know that he'll never give us more that we can bear, um, but at, in the, in the situations that we're in, sometimes it just feels like a lot, um, but when you have relationship with him, like, the gentleness is, um, it, when he nudges you, it doesn't feel so rough, it doesn't feel so hard to take, right, and you're just like, okay, God, I understand, you know, let me reposition myself, right? So I'm content with how he deals with me now as as I may not have been content as how he dealt with me before. I love that answer. Because um, reason why I love it is because you hear the realness, right? In your mm -hmm. voice regarding before was different, now is better. Because a lot of times people go, they when they give their first give their life to God, they assume, oh, it's gonna be all sunshine, rainbows, and we're just over as Christians in this walk, we're just over here like, oh, we got it. So great. Right. Here's the thing, we're not without troubles, right? Because we live in the world. But what makes it different and the contentment um, that even Marquita has explained to us, right, and the gentleness. Um, it's one of those things where over time, 
as we develop and grow in our relationship with God, you realize his love for you. And like you said, how he deals with you, right? He deals with Marquita different than he deals with me because of the things that we're both called to do here in the earth. So Marquita might need a little bit more nudging in a certain area than I might need or vice versa. There might be an area she's good in, but I'm not. So God has to grow me or accelerate me into that area. So my gentle nudges of, no, you're off the wrong path here. You need to get back here. It could look very different. So a lot of times that, that growth, anybody who's ever done anything new, anybody who's ever done um, started something they've never done before and had to grow into that position, yes, that does not feel comfortable. <laughs> that feels so hard to do sometimes. But the things of God is God knows our potential, right? Because the Bible verse said he knew us before we were born. He knew every hair on our head. He knew all that about us. He knew what our personalities could potentially grow, grow into under the right circumstances, right? The right people, the right partnerships, like putting those things together mm. along the journey of life. So I'm even learning his gentleness with me sometimes comes in the form of a harsh word of don't do that or don't say that, you know, because I expect more of you. Just as, like you said, as a parent, we expect more from our children than even before, right? Because my parents expected more of me and I expect more of my children because I want them to be better people in society, not add to society's woes <laughs> that we already have plenty of, right? right? So that is how God nudges us even in the gentleness. And I'm learning to be more content with it, even if now that doesn't escape me from getting mad at it in a moment, right? Right. <laughs> because as you said, it's uncomfortable. It can be a little, it can sound like he's yelling when you don't have a relationship with him. So I hope you guys understand from this conversation, building that relationship with God will help you understand how he deals with you. That will in turn make what may have seemed like yelling when you first learned about Jesus, you uh, become more gentle. Right. And you'll learn to become more content as he guides you on the path that he had ordained for you. Right. Because it's in his ordaining. The interesting thing is he takes into consideration everything, the things that you like to do, the things that you love to do, things that at first you're like, that didn't make no sense. So why am I over here? God, give you a prime example. I never thought author would be a part of my job description. But being an author is like God had to take me back to you remember all those journals when you were a kid, you thought you were just doing teenage angst and writing <laughs> in your bedroom. He's like, no, that was practice for this. And I was like, oh, I didn't see it that way. Right. I never made the connection until it was time to finally write. And then I finished books and I was like, oh, now I know. I thought I was just doodling my thoughts and trying to keep saying as a teenager. He's like, no, that's not what that was for. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to give you guys these real world examples because a lot of times we think the Bible is unpractical to standard life, right? To our lives now. It's actually not. 
um, it's really very practical. It's just a matter of breaking it down. And I hope that what my prayer is that these conversations in our podcast show you, no, you can put these into real life situations. You can put these fruits of the spirit into practical things. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, we're back and let's continue. So let's continue our conversation on contentment. Let's actually go into checking our contentment now. Marquita, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> People might not be ready <laughs> to go ahead and stop and check their contentment. Now, let me ask you, was there ever a time when you examined your level of contentment just to see where you were? And if so, what result um, came up and what was revealed to you? All right. So in coming across the scripture, just in writing the blog, I realized that um, I needed to check my contentment. Right. So I'm writing the blog. So I need to check my contentment while writing it. Right. Because that's what it's about. And then I realized that I haven't been as happy as I should be. Right. I haven't feeling kind of like, blah, and, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. Like I had been talking to God about it, but, you know, I just. I hadn't been really feeling myself, right? So, um, but then I realized I hadn't been taking the time to really be intentional about thanking God for his gentle touches and guidance in my life, right? Instead, I was in a place of like dwelling on the laundry list of things that I needed to get done and ensuring that I was getting everything done. And then, you know, sometimes when you're feeling out of the ordinary, you just may not always take the time to just be like, okay, God, I thank you for blessing me, right? I thank you for just all the little things, right? Um, so, and it's not that I'm ungrateful for my blessings or that I haven't stopped to notice them, um, just that I'm in a place of feeling like things are so routine, right? So much so that it feels like my daily tasks are just checks in the box and they don't have any meaning or emotion behind them right i'm just going through life so when i was writing this you know um i just was really feeling like okay god i just want to be more intentional right because right now i'm feeling like less intentional and more required and repetitive right so i've been here before and this is what i know God is still giving me those loving and gentle nudges and reminders, and I appreciate his grace in the blah, you know, part of my season, right? Being able to hear him is a testament to my relationship to him. And um, even though I'm not feeling 100% myself, he's still showing up for me, right? So it's in these moments when he's letting me know, like, my small prayers um, are still being acknowledged, and they're okay, and that I'll, I won't always need to spend hours on my face praying to him, right? Um, that um, in this season of my life, just how much I pray to him and talk to him daily is enough, right? And what he pointed out to me was, and I had not realized at the time was, I talk to him all day um, because I include him in everything, Um even set down to the smallest things as a grocery list, right? I include him in everything. And so him letting me know that was like, okay, you know, the long prayers that I used to pray are not always necessary now because I spend a different amount of time with him, right? I, I come before him a little more than I did before, right? And so because of that, he's in the midst all the time, right? Because I invite him in all the time. I had just started doing it and it became muscle memory for me. 
And so because I invite him in all the all day, every day, it looks different. So I made a habit of praying in the moment, which has often been like my prayer time. Um, you know, let me see how I can put this. If you have prayer time, right, you usually ramble off all your prayers at one time to God, right? And then you go about your day or you go to sleep at night. Um, but when you pray to him all the time and all day long, you literally are just speaking to him in the thing, whether you're praying for somebody or praying for yourself or praying for a certain situation, right? And so it's a whole different type of relationship that was so new to me. And so what I found that is that I was really feeling the way that I was feeling because I was mourning the type of relationship I used to have with him. I had picked up traditions and stuff like that from other people that I would implement in my life. And now those things were falling away and it felt different. And I felt like, you know, I was losing all of that stuff, but I didn't understand the change. And so um, now having an understanding of that, now I'm content with where I am in the relationship with him and how our relationship has cultivated into my relationship. Not the things that I've grabbed from other people, it's the relationship between me and him and how we interact on a regular basis, right? And so now it just, it feels different. And so now I can say, okay, now I'm back into a place of contentment because now I understand that the old thing was falling away, right? And the relationship that I have with him is new and that's okay. Um, and so um, definitely during this this blog, like that was like the revelation that it was good to get. I needed that. And I'm glad you talked about relationship, especially down to your grocery list. Uh, that's something that he, um, I remember as I drew nearer to him, he taught me how to do because I hadn't, I was used to the, like you said, you got to pray on your face and you got to stay there for hours. And if you're not praying in tongues and sweating by the time you come up, it ain't prayer. Like, wait right. a minute. God was like, that's great. Yes, you can do that. But I also need you to include me in your day. And then I was like, what do you mean by that? So he, what he taught me was like, even when I get up, I'm even intentional to go, what do you want me to wear today? Because what I wear, here's what's funny. When I started doing that, I've actually had people come up to me and, and go, oh, my God, God told me I was going to see somebody wearing exactly the outfit that I had. Like, I, it would be things like that. So God is that intentional, right? Because you never know how he's going to point you out. So even from your dress when you go outside, even from, um, like you said, I did it with cooking for my family. I would do, God, what do you want me to make today? Something that's healthy for my family, that but also tastes good because we like to eat, <laughs> you know. And I would, and I would just be intentional. And then I'd be like, Show me what seasoning I need to season it with, so it could be flavorful and we'll enjoy it. And every time I included him, I noticed at that time, like everybody would be like, Oh my God, this is good. What did you do? And I'm like. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that's that partnership and that's that relationship. See, a lot of us have misconceptions of what relationship is, which plays into our contentment and how we view gentleness. So as Marquita has shown you and with the examples I've given you, please take time to groom your relationship with God. I promise you it gets sweeter because then you start to notice those moments of gentleness and even contentment a lot more as well. So, guys, we're at my favorite section. We're going to go over 
seven questions to ask yourself and even God, please include him, to help you check your contentment. Go ahead, Marquita. Let's give it to him. All right. So get your journal out so you can write these questions down and then think about where you are today, right? Are you satisfied with how life is going for you? And if you're not, really think about why you're not and then seek God so that he can tell you how to move into this season of contentment, right? So one of the first questions that you want to examine is, when was the last time you checked your contentment, right? Have you ever checked it? Have you ever just sat down and really thought about, are you content with the way that things are going in your life, right? The next question is, are you satisfied with the things that God has done and continues to do for you, right? And if you're not satisfied, really you know, take notice and write down why you're not satisfied with them so that you can take that to him, right? Um, he doesn't expect us to be happy all the time. And, you know, we can bring our unhappiness to him. So um, the next question is going to be, are you happy with life from where you sit right now, despite the wind and the rain that shows up from time to time? Um, life is not going to be all roses and sunshine. Um, it's going to be rough sometimes. So even in the midst of the storm, like, are you okay? Are you content with where you are and what God is doing for you and how he's showing up for you, right? Um, are you happy with where you are? And if not, why are you not happy? And think about it from a place of, are you happy with where you are as far as work is concerned, as far as your career is, your dreams? Are you happy with what you've accomplished so far? Um, and if not, why not? Um, what can you, oh, next question, sorry. What can you do to develop being content? So really take the time to think about what are some things that you can implement and do to, you know, to get to a place of being more content. And then the next question, are you listening or taking the time to notice the gentle nudges of God? That's so important because he nudges us all the time. And sometimes we're so busy, we don't take the time to notice how he's nudging us and that he's trying to nudge us onto the right path or nudge us into a different direction, right? And so it's really important that you really take the time to think about, are you really taking the time to notice them? Um, and then our last question is, where are his gentle nudges telling you to move? Or what is he telling you to work on today? So if you have been noticing those gentle nudges, have you been really paying attention to where he wants you to go? Or are you just doing your own thing, right? And so if you are just doing your own thing, really get with him and just be like, okay, God, where do you want me to go? And how do you want me to work this thing out, right? And it doesn't have to be a laundry list of things. It could be one thing that he's trying to get you to really focus in on. But you really have to get before him and just have these conversations so he can reveal it to you. I love that last question. So like even for me in the season that I'm in, it's my frustration is a key to go, okay, okay, God, I'm frustrated. What do I do about it? Because frustration is not always a bad thing, right? We think it's a bad connotation. It's mm -hmm. not. Sometimes it's an indicator to actually get you to go slow down, sit at God's feet. Why am I feeling this way? And what do we do about it? <laughs> because a lot of times we just think frustration means, oh, I got to keep working and drudging through the mud and I should just, you know, plow through. No, no, no. That's not always it. Sometimes God might be trying to get you to pivot. So something is not working that was used to work in one season. So 
It's things like that. God will reveal, as she said, sitting at his feet will reveal those moments of frustration or those moments where you're not necessarily feeling content. It could be something that's going on internally or externally that happened that you just need to work through and stop and slow down and work through. So yeah, ask him to reveal it and he will. He's loving and kind like that. He will reveal it. And that's typically always to heal whatever it is, right? And even if that means you have to go see somebody, talk to somebody to get the help that you need, it's it's things like that. And he'll be the, the final call and suggestion that's definitely suited to your life and what and what's definitely needed to help you. So let's leave the people with one final thought, Marquita, on this topic of gentleness and contentment. All right. So the final thought is you should always be content with your life while you're also striving for more if more is more more is what you desire. So I hope more is what you desire because wanting more is how we grow, right? Um, no matter where you are, it's important to be content. And in your contentment, God will give you gentle nudges to move you to the next season. Um, he will provide you with gentle reminders that he's with you. And when God is your foundation, your house is full of content. It will be unmovable when someone comes to try to blow your house down. I love that final thought. Guys, keep this with you. And we pray that this has been a blessing as always. Listen, we pray that each and every one of these are a blessing as always, because we wanted to share and take this platform to share God's faithfulness, his gentleness, his just all the fruits of his spirit with you guys. Because guess what? Marquita and I have lived it. We lived it in our own way and through different circumstances and situations and have gotten to see the grace of God. We pray that you do as well through these. And until next time, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on another episode. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide discovering your worth through the fruit of God's spirit. Until next time.